Because you're talking to someone who had all of that and still had unfulfillment. All right? It's about having unconditional appreciation right now in all areas of my life, knowing that I might not be at my goal, but I could appreciate where I am now. I could appreciate this time in the journey. And knowing that if I could appreciate unconditionally, it's the, it's the closest vibrational setting to love that there is. I mean, you just nothing, you're, you're not going to get too much better than that. So I want to be able to get to that point where when you, you're doing something that you absolutely love to do, when you do it, like we're, we're on this interview right now and we're vibrating, you know, we're, 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 it's like breathing oxygen for the first time. It's something where you get to do something that you love to do and monetize it versus living this life that you felt you had to, which is the secret identity. <laughs> This is Scratch Your Own Itch, the one show that delivers the conversations that we're afraid to share, but need to. This show is all about creating a life worth living. I'm Logan Tyler Nelson, and I'm your host. So you're going to hear conversations with creators and entrepreneurs talk about what they do, their current and past traumas, how they became who they are, and what they are truly curious about. This is the show where we talk about the things we think about a lot, but need to talk about more. Please take note that this show is not a substitute for actually creating a life worth living, because this show will stir your beliefs, make you question what it means to create a life worth living. So my promise to you is to always give you one question to answer for yourself today, to start turning your dreams into a reality. You're probably getting tired of me saying ladies and gents because I'm getting tired of it. Anyways, uh, <laughs> so I really want to take the time to say I appreciate you. Right off the bat, I appreciate you so much. And the thing is, is this podcast really has given me life. It's given me a purpose. And it's given me some itches that I just need to scratch. So the fact is, though, that Dr. Chris Zeno is someone that I really looked up to when I first started podcasting. I mean, this was even actually before I started podcasting. He doesn't even know this, but I listened to an interview with him on EO Fire, Entrepreneurs on Fire, and he went on that show and he talked about his identity and how he had to shift his own identity and we kind of get into that on this episode and anyone who's out there that has ever had to 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 shift their identity like they were doing one thing and now they have to do this whole new thing and they're kind of scared this is the show an episode for you to really go all right i need to pivot but how do i do it and i'll give you a hint don't do it alone get some help reach out to myself or Darren and just have someone to, to bounce ideas off of. 
Or maybe you have this idea and you're already doing it right now. Have someone reassure you that you are on your way to victory. So without further ado, enjoy my interview with the one and only Chris Zeno. cool hey ladies and gents so thank you so much for taking the time out of your day to listen to this podcast first off because i i know you can be listening to any other podcast but instead you chose this one and that just means the world to me um and honestly i've got a different mic on today so even though the audio is going to be a little bit different it doesn't matter because this content is going to be killer because i have on a guest today that is a world-renowned speaker. His name is Dr. Chris Zaino. He's not only a real world-renowned speaker, but he's also an author, a former Mr. America, Mr. Universe, and IFBB Pro bodybuilder. But after almost dying and actually overcoming something that is something that I wish upon nobody, which was a terminal disease, in his late 20s, Dr. Zanos really found his calling and he's making it happen and he's putting other people in a position where they can make it happen too. He is a part of the I Am Hero Project and he hopes to resurrect heroes from the complacency of their secret identity so they may lie, live heroic lives once again by expressing and experiencing true love. So, without further ado, I want you to give a huge warm welcome to the one and only Dr. Chris Zaino. Thank you so much. That was a great, great um, intro. Thanks, bud. Ah, dude, you, like honestly, like I, I love, I love how many podcasts you've been on. By the way, just because it just it goes to show you, because I listened to so many podcasts, and while I was doing research on you, it was just like, wow, this guy, he's tried and true because everything he says matches up there's no like I, i'm i'm doing this thing and then i'm doing that thing it all just lines up and i love this i am hero project so i want you to kind of go into a little bit um you know as as well as you can you know in your story and give us the best overlining message from you know what you've gone through you know what, what would you say because we had a conversation before and I have so many different aspects of my life and journey, and so, I mean, was there one that resonated for you that you feel would work better with the uh, audience right now? Yeah, I think that, personally, like, the thing that resonated with me the most was how you had this terminal disease, and now you kind of had to find a new identity. Like, all right, working out was a a really great thing for you, and it gave you a place to kind of, like, deliver any of the stress and get it outside of yourself, but now you have all of a sudden this disease that you gotta deal with. Like, I mean, how is that going through that? Oh, absolutely, man. So for those of you that are listening, 
1998 and when Mr. America, so I looked away a certain way, I felt a certain way, great, you know, writing for magazines, cover magazines, writing for internets, training celebrities, just killing it, really doing great. And then married my wife a couple uh, years later, and then I got diagnosed with a terminal disease called ulcerative colitis. So this is where your immune system attacks your colon, and I literally was bleeding every time I went to the bathroom up to 13, 15 times a day, losing my bowels in public and wasting away. So I went from 230 pounds to 158 pounds in about four months. All the drugs in the world weren't working, and they were, I was faced with uh, getting my entire colon removed and be sterile and have hundreds of thousands of medical debt. I mean, and that's the thing. So when, when, I, when I went from 230 to 158, I realized that, you know, in my mid-20s, mid to late, yeah, mid-20s, really what was my identity the whole time? It's like since 12 years old, I was working out. I worked out. The reason why I was so obsessive in working out is only because that's when I started getting certain attention in school. That's when, you know, I, the whole Saved by the Bell AC Slater days was for me. It's like it's something that I responded well to. I got positive attention. I got significance. I got certainty. I got acknowledgement, I got acknowledgement from people. So through my entire 12, 13, 14, 15, 16, all the way through, it's like I, I, I gravitated towards that. I have submerged and obsessed myself in that because that's where I was getting my area of significance, building identity. That was my identity. I looked a certain way. I felt a certain way. I had the Mr. America title. So this whole thing of me, the whole thing of what I based my identity on was stripped and broken. And so what do you do? You know, I know I'm a worthy human being, all that stuff, but it's like it's very difficult when what you're known for and what you work so hard for uh, is now you're facing a, a, a terminal disease and experience that, uh, you know, you really find out, wow, you know, my identity was in, uh, you know, a physical thing. Some people's identity is in a materialistic thing. And then it just it becomes a wake-up call. But when I went through that experience and, you know, the medical doctors, nothing helped. Someone introduced me, believe it or not, to a corrective care chiropractor. I know, right? It doesn't make sense. Uh, to me, it didn't. But I realized that um, I, I didn't try everything. Because if I tried everything, I would have my result. I didn't have my result. And this chiropractor showed me a blind spot that I didn't know I had. So if you're going through a tough time right now, financially, business-wise, relationship-wise, or health, there are two things. You didn't try it all, or why you wouldn't be there in that situation. So keep moving there. And two, there's got to be a blind spot you don't see. There's a variable you don't see, and you live, or or, you, or by default, you're doing some things that are actually causing it, and you need to find out what it is. So my spine was damaged. The, the, you know, the spine protects the nervous system, but that the brain uses to send messages down to every organ, cell, and tissue of the body. Damage in my lower back; those lower back nerve roots go to the colon. Damage in my brainstem area that controls the immune system and the conductor of the body, basically. And I had, I didn't know that they, I had no pain. So I based my health on pain, look good, feel good. So I didn't, I looked good, I felt good. But until this crisis or, or uh, experience hit, this disease process, I, I felt normal. But then um, I realized that health wasn't how you look or how you feel. I was on the wrong map. So my philosophy of health was off, therefore making me make decisions that, you know, overlooked some potential factors that were causing uh, a disease process. So once they started correcting my spine, that was my blind spot because I can't. We don't see it. That was it. There it was. Then I went through a seven-month journey of that correcting and my body healing. And in seven months, my body healed itself, all to get you to this. So now I went through this health experience, 
And notice I'm seeing experience over and over again. Like what you think is bad in your life, the relationship, the shitty job, the, uh, you know, the, the bad business deal or even a health crisis, you're focusing on what's wrong with that. But what if I tell you that if you focus and see it as an experience, that how you react to it later on and through it will actually propel you and make you see and learn and desire and appreciate uh, what you do want. And that's what it did for me. So going through that you know, experience, I realized when I beat that, that health was a priority, really a priority in my life. I, I went back to school. I got my, my graduate. I got my doctorate in chiropractic. I went to additional training. And my wife and I, we built the largest clinic in the history of the world, um, in Houston, Texas. And it was all because, see, I found a different purpose. I found a purpose bigger than my fear. I found a purpose bigger than that previous identity. And it was one to save lives. It was one to, you know, be admired and get knowledge for saving lives. So I found my identity in being the doctor, uh, not being, um, and helping people, not just being some with uh, big arms, you know? Yeah, that's, no, that's beautiful, man. My, my heart goes out to you because, like, I know what it's like to, to have this identity and then think you are this one thing that you're really not. And it is the hardest thing. But it, it, I love how, how growth-minded you are in, in flipping the scripts and going, hey, like this is an experience I had to go through and now I'm using this as a way to... It's kind of like the Batman story, man. Like his parents get hurt and, and killed and he decides that, hey, like I need to come back and now save other people. Remember having to go through that too. So, like you and Batman, watch out, Batman. I'm just saying, Chris Anos, he's coming sure. through. <laughs> uh, my next question, man, is uh, now moving forward. Where do you think your your master skill set really lies? I resurrect heroes, without a doubt. My purpose in life right now is to resurrect heroes. Period. And what I mean by that is to resurrect, like you said, to resurrect heroes or people to find their authentic truth, their true selves, not not the life that was because not the life that was based off of mom, dad, teacher, preacher, society, and teachers. It's really what you were put on this planet to do. And to get you to you know to, to live heroic lives once again as you were intended to be, by what I say by expressing experiencing true love now in all areas of their life. And let me explain that. Uh, let's take away the word love because I know all of us have a different meaning of love. None of us were raised in unconditional love. Don't believe that bullshit because no matter how much – most of us, our parents were saying, don't you know I love you as they were yelling or spanking us, right, if that was the case. So, so we have too much baggage with the word love. But instead of love, I want you to think having unconditional appreciation now. Not saying like, oh, when I make enough money, when I get that relationship, when I get that job, then I will be happy because you're talking to someone who – had all of that and still had unfulfillment, all right? It's about having unconditional appreciation right now in all areas of my life, knowing that I might not be at my goal, but I could appreciate where I am now. I could appreciate this time in the journey and knowing that if I could appreciate unconditionally, it's the, it's the closest vibrational setting to love that there is. I mean, you just, nothing, you're, you're not going to get too much better than that. So I want to be able to get to that point where when you, you're doing something that you absolutely love to do, when you do it, like we're, we're on this interview right now and we're vibrating, you know, we're, 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 it's like breathing oxygen for the first time. It's something where you get to do something that you love to do and monetize it versus living this life that you felt you had to, which is the secret identity. Absolutely so true. And I think 
Oh man, like that secret identity thing speaks so much volumes to me because it's exhausting trying to be someone that you're not, man. It is exhausting. Um, so you just keep you just keep wowing me, and and the thing is, that I I want you to like give us because you've had this business and stuff, and um, going back, what kind of advice now would you give yourself? Maybe I mean twenty year old advice, maybe something. Um, when you first started business, what kind of advice would you give yourself? You know what? When I answer those questions, I always, uh, um, well, I'll give some advice, practical steps for someone on the phone. But for me personally, I would not want to go back and tell myself a thing because I had to go. If I told myself the life I would have now and everything I went through, it scared the shit out of me. I'd run. I'd be like, hey, this is what happened. This is what happened. I had to do this. this oh, and this, this bump in the road happened. But then this awesome thing happened. Like, it would seem so overwhelming. I think all I would do, if I went back in time and saw my 20-year-old self, I'd put my hand on his shoulder <laughs> and say, listen, dude. i go, I just want to tell you, I appreciate you. I respect you. And thank you for being faithful along your journey. And uh, just just keep on going forward and just know that you're going to have ups and downs, but it's, it's going to turn out so much better than you ever thought. So I'm for, I'll be on 41 now. So it's like saying, what would my 60-year-old self say to me? So my 60-year-old self would probably come back, put his hand on my shoulder and be like, listen, I just want to tell you right now, I appreciate you. And you just be faithful in what you do and what you're given. Embrace the unknowns. And I'm telling you, your life will be so much different than you ever thought it would be, and it's going to be so much even more amazing than you thought it could be. And that's really what it is. It's just like we got to embrace the unknown. It's all the unknowns that happen in our life that make it rich, that makes it – in the unknown is where the opportunity and the gift and the gold and the relationships and all the great stuff. When we look back, it's always these unknowns. The fact that we're even talking on this podcast, how that even happened, you know, oh, something. You know, we just came across – there's a lot of unknowns that happen. And those unknowns come together to create something beautiful. So if we're so into certainty, if we're so into like living Groundhog's Day every day, and we're so into not taking the risk or not embracing the unknown, we'll never come out. We'll, we'll never develop. We'll never evolve. We'll never have experiences that will take us to just the beauty of life that we were destined to have. We'll stay safe. We'll shrink back. And we'll compromise our values just to be comfortable. Man, I love it. Oh, the unknowns and... I was laughing earlier just because, you know, it's like, um, I think I would answer that question the same way because for a fact, I actually, I had a interview or not interview, but I had a conversation at the gym with this guy that just recently got done with a marathon and I was like, oh man, good job. Like, uh, so you think you're going to do it again? And he looked at me dead in the face with this blank stare and then took and like, it shook my head like from the movie of in, in Billy Madison, literally delivering me the words, don't ever do a marathon ever in your life. Don't ever do it. Because he, was, he now knew the, the struggle, the pain, the training behind that. So it's like you got to be delusional sometimes to really do stuff that's, that's crazy. And, and it's those delusional things where people actually end up do. Doing doing crazy things that if they if they would have known what kind of work that would have been uh, a called upon them to actually fulfill this this dream of theirs, they probably wouldn't have done it. So yeah. Anyways, um, I want to go into just uh, more quick thirty seconds or less type answers. Let's for the do it, next, man. Uh, party interview. So I guess the 
Awesome. So, in your opinion, what's the key to happiness? Uh, uh, being appreciating life, not not being grateful, not thankful, appreciating. Because the cool thing about, well, see, if you're grateful or if you're thankful, you're, 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 there's an area of judgment in that, saying like, well, I'm thankful that I have food because, you know, there's people that don't. So when you're thankful, you're comparing yourself to people who have less than you. Um, appreciation is, I mean, I just appreciate, like, I could, I could, like, even when times aren't good, you could appreciate something. So appreciation takes the judgment out of it. So I would say appreciate everything in the now, for sure. 100%. They say that uh, gratefulness slash appreciation and being upset and depressed cannot live in the same space. No, nope, impossible. So, it's awesome. Um, the next thing I got to ask you, man, is, is, is what's your favorite quote and why? Uh, my favorite quote is, no one's coming to save you. Mm-hmm. And the reason why that's my favorite quote is, when you realize that it, it, when you realize like if you were in a boat and it capsized and there was no one around and no one's coming to save you, like the human spirit has to, it has to dig deep and become so resourceful. So when I realize that like in life, hey, listen, no one's coming to save me. So I have to take personal responsibility of, of it all. And when I take personal responsibility with no exit strategy, then my brain thinks different. I, 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 will, I will start to, you'll, ha, you'll have to think of new creative, intuitive, you know, intuitive ways to come up with new ideas to survive or to, or to make something uh, happen, right? When you realize, like, hey, listen, I can't, I can't blame anybody. So I, re- I love that, that no one's come to save me. I know it sounds harsh, but it really is a very, the outcome of it becomes extremely positive and self-reliant. You got to scratch your own itch, man. Uh, absolutely, 100%. Um, what's your favorite book? My favorite book? Um, I like, yeah, yeah, I like the Yeah, I like The Compound Effect by Darren Hardy. I think he's, he's great. Darren Hardy's great. The great, good thing about The Compound Effect, it shows you how the little things that you think don't matter really matter. Yep, so true, man. So true. Uh, so true. Um, what do you... I'm sorry, I accidentally hit the mute button. What do you really want on your gravestone? Like when you, you know, you've, you've done it all, what do you really want on that gravestone? Yeah, hero, H-E-R-O, that's all. I love that, man. That's so, that was so direct and just so specific, and I, oh, I love that. Uh, love that. We definitely come from the same uh, type of family, man, the same type of mindset thinking. Um, I want to round it out where... All right, just two more questions for you. Where, what's the best place to find you? Just that one place that I can send people to where they can click on the, on the screen and get sent to. Let's do two. Well, I got something for everybody. I got a, I got a something for you guys. I make it's called the secret sauce. So out of all the accomplishments and stuff and do, I distilled it down to five principles you guys could apply in your life right now and start winning in any area of your life. So it's called the hero secret sauce. So you just go to imhero.com forward slash secrets. So that's imhero.com forward slash secret, and that's my gift to you. Get a couple videos, cool PDFs. And then to keep the conversation going, just go on Instagram uh, at, at Dr. Zaino, D-R-Z-A-I-N-O. We do content every single day. I answer all the messages and comments, and it's a really great way we could all rise together. I love it, man. I love it. Um, last thing to round us out, uh, only because I really want – I want people to not just take this interview and click on to the next one, but to really walk away with something. 
Um, so I want to I want to ask you, what's like one question that you have for yourself that you're constantly trying to answer, and maybe just by putting out that question, someone else could do it for themselves. Um, why? W H Y. Why? It's always why. Like, why am I doing what I'm doing right now? And a lot of times when I started doing that, Logan, I realized, oh, because my mom wanted me to. Because so, like, it was never, it was never that I ever. So it's like, it's like Bruce Lee. He always was looking for his truth. So question everything. Why am I doing this? Why am I go? Why do I tell my kids to go to bed at eight o'clock? Oh, because someone else told me that's when their kids go to bed. So there was really no reason behind it. So where is my truth? So it's all, when you ask your question why, like every child, that's their number one question. They, they, they question limitations. They ask why because they're trying to find their own truth. And I think a lot of us, our truth was imposed and injected into us by society and by, you know, again, teachers, preachers, parents, belief systems. And we never really found, we just believed it, uh, you know, lock, stock, and barrel. And we never took the time to say, who am I? Why do I do what I do? What do I love? You know, so I really, the why am I, why am I doing this? What am I, you know, it really becomes uh, very powerful to exposing um, a belief that you have that is really not deep-rooted. It was just kind of brushed upon you and you're believing something that really you never found to be a truth on your own. Man, wow. I'm just shaking my head. I got a huge smirk and smile on my face because... You're exactly right. And, and there, I want to end it out, folks. Um, please hit that subscribe button so you don't miss another episode, and even more so, uh, please, I want you to know, if you're listening to this man, Dr. Chris Anos, and you're just now discovering him, I know for a fact that if you continue to view him as a leader and you allow him to be the hero in your life that you may need right now, he will deliver. Oh, man. So thank you so much, Dr. Cristiano. I really appreciate it, man. Thank you, brother. I appreciate you and everybody listening. Make sure you five-star this, and I'll talk to you soon. <laughs> thank you, man. really appreciate that. You made it to the very end of the show. Thank you so much for tuning in for another episode of Scratch Your Own Itch with your host, Logan Tyler Nelson. To make it to the end? Gosh, that doesn't happen very much nowadays. I mean, especially with the constant distraction. So, I appreciate all of the efforts that you just took out of your day to make it to the end. And if you hit that subscribe button and leave a review, you would have no idea what that would mean to me. So thank you so much for taking the time to hit that subscribe button. And if you leave a review, check it out. Just screenshot it, send it to me, and I'd love to host your review out on the show. But don't ever forget, like I say, you matter and you're enough. Love is the main reason for how all this happened. Love for all my fans, love for all the shows. Got love for all my memories, no matter where I go. Even if I'm out to nothing, I know there's always something. It's not a fitness test, but it'll always.